How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good music. All right, 94 WIP on a Saturday morning. Saturday morning on a holiday weekend. Uh, weather could be a little iffy today with uh, some rain uh, in the forecast, but is the case. It could be in different spots, but it won't be a perfect day. Yesterday was nice. It was warm, hot, not warm, but hot. Uh, but it'll still be a nice weekend. You still have plenty of time. Most people are off through Tuesday because I'm sure a lot of businesses are closed on Monday. And, uh, you know, you can still have plenty of uh, good days after today. But whatever the case, there's so many, so many things to talk about today. And at the top of the list, and it won't happen uh, probably after the Eagles come back to training camp, which is July 27th. Uh, But there's so many things to talk about. And at the top of the list would be those 76ers free agent, actually NBA free agency, free agency in any sport, whether it's baseball and baseball's kind of screwed it up a little bit. They used to have it at the winter meetings. There used to be a lot of signings, but that was years ago. That's not the case anymore. Uh, Football free agency is obviously big because there's a lot of names that bounce around and it creates creates a lot of interest for the fans. Hockey, not so much. Uh, there's, not a, there's not as much movement, it doesn't seem, in hockey. But in the NBA, whether it's through trades, and I, it's, they're not free agents, but they would soon to be. Like Chris Paul was a uh, – actually, he opted out, so he was a free agent. But what they did is they made the trade – so it was a sign and trade, and then uh, the team that he goes to, obviously, uh, and that would be, uh, in the case of Chris Paul, he's going to try to make the Houston Rockets uh, a better team, and they will be a better team with Chris Paul. So, And then last night, Paul George gets traded. Uh, all these moves seem to be happening in the, West, uh, you know, in, the, in the West rather than the Eastern Conference. So that's better, obviously, for the 76ers that the stronger teams are going to beat themselves up. There's probably now, I would say, four teams that are better in the West than any team in the East. Well, Cleveland Cavaliers are still good, but they're on a par. For instance, the Houston Rockets are really on a par with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they became better with Chris Paul getting a point guard. Uh, obviously, San Antonio is always going to be good. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, always going to be good. Oklahoma City, I think Oklahoma City now, uh, uh, the Thunder is on a par with the Cleveland Cavaliers because Paul George gets traded 
uh, and Indiana's been trying to do it since the trade deadline, gets traded to OKC. Good trade for, again, they're giving up two young players, but it's a good trade for OKC. But that also helps the 76ers in the free agent market with those trades happening. Like the Sixers were never going to get Paul George. The Sixers were never, I mean, they didn't want Chris Paul. I mean, they didn't want Paul George, although Paul George would really be good for them. But they didn't want that. But what it does is it it leaves less room uh, for free agents to kind of bounce around because the teams that wanted to get stronger are getting stronger. There's still some players out there that can help teams. Uh, J.J. Redick, according to uh, multiple reports, uh, will meet with the 76ers, but he's not only going to meet with the 76ers. Uh, I think the Houston Rockets are, are one of the teams, from from what I understand, that still have interest uh, in J.J. Redick. So there's a lot of things going on, but there's multiple teams, and of course the Nets. There, there are multiple teams interested in J.J. Redick. Now, what what takes place here? Does a player just want the money or does he want a chance to win? And this is kind of a sad commentary on what sports is all about. I understand money's important. There's no question that money's important, but what's the difference between 60 million and 75 million when you're at your point in your life, 60 million will get you through the next couple of lifetimes. Uh, you might not be able to buy five cars, so you can only buy three three uh, very, very expensive luxury cars. You know, you may not be able to buy three homes, but you can buy two homes. So what difference does it make where for players, for instance, like J.J. Redick, who has uh, never won a championship uh, in the NBA, for a, a guy like J.J., wouldn't you want to win a championship? Blake Griffin is a sellout. Blake, Blake Griffin is a fraud. An absolute total fraud. First of all, I don't think any team can win a championship with Blake Griffin. But he re-signs, he re-signs with the Clippers, who, without Chris Paul, have no chance to compete in the West. Absolutely none to compete in the West for a championship. In the life of his five-year contract, now he could have gotten a four-year contract, so... I, I think his contract is like a hundred and I, I get the exact numbers like 150 some million dollars. Uh, so he would get 120 some million dollars if he signed somewhere else with a chance to win. He is a complete sellout. There is a player that I would not want on my team because his interest is in money. And that's where you want a player that plays to win and, and win a championship. Certainly when he, any player goes to a team, he wants to win. But do you really want the ultimate goal of winning a championship? I would. I, mean, I, I think the answer to that question is obvious. I don't even have to answer that question. So guys like Blake Griffin, I don't want. Now, do you want a player that really, uh, certainly opportunity to play and win a championship are two most important things. Well, I, I would take... If you're if, if if it's a difference between thirty minutes and twenty three minutes, and a champion, and the other side of it is a championship, I want a championship. So, uh, but JJ Redick would play here. He'd be a veteran amongst uh, uh, all these young players. 
and it'd be good for the 76ers. They've got to get a veteran. They do have to get a veteran, absolutely, positively. Uh, and there's no question to kind of create a better culture because there is no culture in that locker room. I mean, Gerald Henderson was nice, but he probably didn't, and really great guy, uh, can communicate well with the other players. Uh, obviously, the 76ers wouldn't need him with what's going on, and they take away the $9 because they're going to sign somebody else. And whether you want to believe it or not, money is still an issue. Or not, well, it's always been an issue with the 76ers. They made money every year in all these years of tanking. So with all that, they take away the $9 million, and I, they're going to sign a player probably for fifteen uh, to $18 million a year, which will still not get them to the bottom, the, the bottom floor of the salary cap. It is, it is really amazing what the Sixers have accomplished with all this. They've made money while trying to lose. It is an unbelievable dynamic in the NBA. Those things are going to have to change over the next three to five years uh, if they actually want to win. And all these people that say, oh, they're going to have money for a big-time free agent down the line, I want to see them sign that big-time free agent because that only will make them better. And I don't know if they go that. They, they really, they can say it. Uh, there's not going to be a big-time free agent signing this year, obviously. But next year, it's, oh, they got all that cap space. They got all that room. But they also have all those contracts that start to come up for all these young players, these draft picks. I mean, in, in the end, what is Dario Saric uh, uh, going to get in a couple of years? Uh, Joel Embiid, they can't give him a contract this year. Obviously, they got to see if he stays healthy. But assuming he plays 60 games this year, 60, I, and I don't know that he could play it. Well, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen uh, health-wise, and that's always the question. But if he plays 60 games this year, do they give Joel Embiid a max contract? They're going to have to keep him. They're going to have to keep him, so that's a big contract. And then you got Sarge, and then you got Simmons coming up, and you've got... Uh, other young players, Covington eventually will get to that point. No, I don't think he's a big time. But in today's NBA, I mean, Covington's going to get fourteen to fifteen million dollars a year uh, when he's not restricted anymore. He's going to get that kind of money if he plays the minutes and does what the Seventy Sixers hope he's going to do. So all these things are going to come up, and I want to see if Josh Harris and he's he's the only, but he's the managing general partner. He's the only guy that I worry about. I think David Blitzer, who is the uh, equal owner of the Sixers, but not the managing partner, uh, and knowing uh, a couple of the other uh, people, the ownership group, who really don't have any say, really would spend the money because they've got so much money. But I don't, I, I'm still not, not even close to convinced that Josh Harris will spend the money that he needs to take. And, and, and I've mentioned this before, and I mentioned it, when I'm on with John Marks, and this is an interesting dynamic. In the NBA, when you purchase a team, you get a tax write-off for depreciation for five years of of an NBA team. Five years you can depreciate the players, the team, whatever it is you depreciate, and it's it's millions of dollars in tax write-offs. However, that's five years. This is the fifth year. So after this season, they do not get tax write-offs 
anymore to depreciate the players on this team. That doesn't happen anymore. So now there's more millions that have to be or spent because you don't get it back. It's less millions that you will make with the team. So, again, the dynamics, this is all, again, I know everybody's all cranked up on, you know, what's happened in the past and, uh, and where they're going from here, and they're going to sign this, and they got all that that money under the cap. Remember, that's the bottom, uh, or that's the top number under the cap before they pay a luxury tax. And there's going to be a point, if they really want to become good, to pay a luxury tax. The, the example is Cleveland went out, did a lot of things with their players, and you can sign your own players whether you're over the cap or not, but you've got to pay dollar for dollar in a luxury tax. The Cleveland Cavaliers paid $54 million over the cap, and another $54 million they had to pay in the luxury tax. I just don't think Josh Harris wants to win. Matter of fact, I would be shocked if he would get to that point. But they're not at that point yet. But uh, sometime in the next few days, obviously, uh, they will sign a veteran. I have faith in Brian Colangelo that they will sign a veteran to have a veteran presence uh, in that locker room to create or, or to bring forth more of a winning culture uh, for uh, this team, which they didn't have a winning culture before. They had a bunch of guys that were playing, young guys, that didn't understand and, and didn't have that veteran leadership. So they will do something uh, to get there with that. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. They, they start. Uh, the summer league, which is a bunch of hocus pocus, when other than Markel Fultz, and we will watch Markel Fultz play, but I don't know what you see in the summer league. It's just a matter of working together with other players. But most of the players on that team won't be on the team uh, when uh, when the season starts. So the summer league is just it's it's filler for television. That's what it is. It's filler for television, and Markel Fultz gets to play on an NBA team, but not at an NBA level. Because, as we know, Ben Simmons, and I don't know what it means, Ben Simmons worked out, he tweets that he worked out at 2 o'clock in the morning. Do you have to tell us that you were out late that night and you went out to work out because well, you just didn't want to go home yet? I, 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 that doesn't, I, I know people get, oh, look, he's working hard to get better. How many other players are out there? You go out there, you're going to be shooting you should have plenty of time to shoot between now and the start of the season. Do you need to come out there at 2 o'clock in the morning? Hey, I don't have a problem, but I don't know that it tells me anything. You know, there, there's a guy at this station that handles a lot of our digital stuff. and our, Andrew Porter is a complete moron when it comes to understanding how, Andrew, I just called you out, to understand what goes on. Uh, and he puts this out there, and, he, you know, he – he obviously has its say in what goes on digitally because he, he runs all that stuff and puts all the stories on the on the WIP website. But whatever, the, I don't even know what that shows me. Uh, we could talk about the rookie of the year, and I don't really care. I know fans care, and I understand. You sh- but you shouldn't care about individual awards. You should compare that the team gets better and championships. Uh, uh, Malcolm Brogdon had twice as many votes as Joel Embiid and three times as many as... Dario Sarts. So I, I, big deal, I, really big deal. Have you seen Mac Malcolm Brogdon play enough games to judge whether he should or shouldn't be Rookie of the Year? Remember, on a losing team, 
players tend, and Joel Embiid, when he's healthy, is terrific. We all know that. No questions about that. Dario Sarge, I still have questions about. Uh, I did a podcast this week with Jimmy Lyonham, who I, Jimmy's always fun to talk to. Really, really uh, has some great insights. And he made a point, and I knew that Dario Sarge wasn't a good three-point shooter. I didn't think he could shoot very well. And that was his, the, the knock on him when he played overseas. But he pointed out that he's a 31% shooter from three-point. The average, now the average in the NBA is 35. And he says that's miles apart. That's a big difference. Uh, and that's really meaningful. So, uh, you know, those are the kind of things that you have to look at. I think Dario Saric will be a really good six-man uh, for the Sixers. Plays hard. Really, really has a desire to play hard. Plays good defense. But good teams aren't going to let him get to the basket. And really, that's what he needs to do uh, to score points. So I don't really care who the rookie of the year was. I know people were all cranked up. You know, pipe down just a little bit. Uh, we'll talk Jordan Hicks' injury and tell you about that. Uh, it's, he, got a bro- he suffered a broken finger on his honeymoon in Greece. Uh, uh, and sources have told me it's, it's not a big deal. Uh, three to four weeks, which will put him at the beginning of training camp, maybe the first week to let him rest a little bit just to make sure. Uh, I was also told he's going to have surgery. Uh, not a big, again, not a big deal. The timetable stays the same. You know, you don't want to see anybody suffer a broken finger, but it's, uh, it's not serious in terms of what could have been. But we'll talk about all that. Free agency, uh, what you want to see the Sixers do. And there's a comment, and Al Morgani uh, is clueless outside of hockey. I mean, totally friggin' clueless. Actually, I don't like the word friggin'. Totally, I'll use bleeping. Totally clueless. Uh, he, he totally clueless outside of hockey. Uh, but he makes these statements, and he doesn't understand the dynamics. But I want to address that. I like to, I like to get on Al. Hey, his hockey knowledge, I think, is really good. Now, he's a, he's a homer for the Flyers, and I get it. I understand. I understand because he's doing the pre- and post-game shows. I get it. And he wants to see him win because it's, it's better for him and people watching. No question. I, I don't have any problem with his hockey knowledge. Once he steps out of that arena, it becomes a total joke. Uh, so I, I will address that and anything else that, uh, uh, that you want to talk about. By the way, the, the Eagles did get rid of a player. But when you get rid of a player this early, it tells you something about that player. 94 WIP. Let me give you the numbers. 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. On your wireless service, your cell phone, whatever the heck you want to call it, it is pound 9494 on that AT&T service I've been using for well over 30 years. Uh, and obviously I'm very satisfied. And it's pound 9494 on Verizon. I'm Howard Eskin here on a Saturday morning. WIP Sports Time is 818. The Mets may choke, but the Phillies don't even have a chance to choke. They're so, so, so bad. Uh, I, I had four hits last night. I, I, I mean, in, uh, in DeGrom, and he got his no-hitter screwed up, but luckily for Granderson, who screwed up the fly ball, and they called it a hit. You play like that should be an error, but that's not the way it's ruled. But regardless of all that, their top five hitters had no hits last night. The top five hitters in the lineup had zero hits. Zero. And that's and Odubel Herrera, who, if I'm making decisions for the Phillies, 
he is in the minor leagues. That's first. Secondly, he's not on. I don't care what you get in a trade in the offseason. He is a cancer in the locker room because as much as Pete McCannon says he talks to him, uh, find him, you know, finding a player that, and you can't find him that much, a player that makes $6 million is useless, absolutely useless. And then to tell him he's sitting him, not just to give him a rest, but not because of what he's done. First off, I'd sit him for at least four games. He wouldn't. He could pinch hit. He's not starting for at least four games. You got, that's the only way you can get through to players is, is playing time. That's first off. And he would not be on the team next year if I was running that team. He is not good for a locker room. Because you know what he is. You know he's not going to change. But whatever. He's not the only one last night. Franco, they he won't be here. And I, I know they'll try to trade him. I don't know if they'll get anything for him. But he's not going to be here in two years when they got to start making their push, counting this, this year and next year. And then they'll go out and sign free agents. But whatever the case, it's just, my gosh, you can say the Mets choke, but the Phillies, Phillies don't have a chance to choke because they're just not that good. Here on a Saturday morning on a holiday weekend, I've got uh, my Swiss Farms uh, coffee, which I brought in. And luckily, here in the Tasty Cake Studios, uh, we have a, what would you say, there's uh, 20, 20 some selections of Tasty Cake out there. That's right outside our studio door here. Uh, Whether I go to my old standard, which is really my favorite for my lifetime. I've grown up with Tasty Cake, the Butterscotch Crimpets. Or the peanut butter candy cakes. But a lot of the products that they've developed over years, now one that's been around, that the Tasty Cake, uh, uh, the Tasty Claire, the pie, the Boston cream pie, it's just, I guess you call it Boston cream, whatever, it's a Tasty Claire. I don't even know what the, but the uh, the Danishes and the honey, uh, just it's crazy how many good things are out there. So i got to be careful because I can eat all that stuff. But that's a way to start off uh, a Saturday morning. Uh, here in the Tasty Cake Studios. To get, and and uh, on a holiday weekend like this, and you can go out on the grill, but you throw those Tasty Cakes out there for dessert after you have your burgers, your hot dogs, or your barbecue chicken, or your barbecue ribs. Throw the Tasty Cakes out there uh, for that uh, barbecue. It's always pretty good. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Tony, you're on WIP. Yeah, uh, well, first, you just brought something up that uh, made me change my subject. You said the first five hitters didn't get a hit. I mean, nobody bats a thousand, so, I mean, come on now. Um, well, wait anyway, but you can't have know. the first five guys in your lineup not get a hit. Come on. Stop. What are you talking about? I mean, that's, that's, that's baseball. I mean, no, it's, yeah, it's a baseball for a bad team. I'll tell you what, if you went through the box scores, if you went through the box scores of every other game last night, and everybody played because it was a Friday night, I would guarantee you, you will not find more, if you find two other teams where the the first five hitters in their lineup don't get a hit. Now, there's one game I would say would probably be the case. Uh, somebody, one pitcher almost pitched. He got his no hitter. It was whoever Oakland played uh, almost had a no hitter last night into the ninth inning. So that I would say the first five guys. But I don't know who got the hit. So there might have been one of the top five hitters got a hit. Other than that, you would be hard pressed to find a lineup where the first five players in the lineup didn't get yeah, a hit. So hard press but it happens i mean it's not like it doesn't happen stop it uh, move on so, so, it, it so doesn't teams happen don't, teams don't get no hit 
What? Well, yeah, when they get... I said, find me yeah, two uh, teams uh, last uh, night. Uh, uh, find uh, me two uh, teams. Uh, no, on, find me two... Okay, I'll challenge you. And you, I will allow you to call back. This is your, your homework assignment to be done before... Okay, Oakland and the Braves, I think that might be the only game where the first five players in their lineup didn't get a hit. All right? So what? It's called averages. It happens. Well, it happens. There's, wait a minute. There's, thir- there's what, was, 30 teams in baseball? A, get out. Uh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop you're it. You're the one bringing up the illogical, crazy point. No, you're you're telling me that it happens. It doesn't. That's oh, illogical. So it doesn't happen? Okay. Oh, All right. okay. All right. So okay. it never happened. All right. Phillies are great. Wow. All right. The Phillies are great. I, You know, they, they're going to win a lot of games with the first five hitters in the lineup not getting a hit. Uh, stop it. Anyway, Chris Paul's a hypocrite because he, he hated on uh, DeAndre Jordan when he uh, left the team. Sure he's a hypocrite. No, there's no question. That I agree with. Uh, and uh, but but and he didn't really have to approve the trade, but I'm sure he gave Houston some kind of assurances uh, that he would sign with them uh, if he was traded. I, I, but he, but in his case, I'll give him a, a little bit of a pass only because he went to a team that has a chance to win. Blake Griffin re-signed with the Clippers, who have zero chance, zero chance to even get to the finals. Zero. Well, not if they get Derrick Rose. If they get Derrick Rose, they'll be a contender again. Derrick Rose is Derrick Rose is done. Derrick Rose is no. not even close to the same player he used to be. Not even no, close. He, he, uh, he, he had a good run last year. Yeah, so, uh, you, you get him in a, in a, in a sensible offense, not uh, Bill, okay. as long as Bill Derrick, Jackson doesn't come along. Derrick Rose is probably 60% of the player he was, uh, for, and he was great. But he's not close to great anymore. Well, then two things will happen. You'll, if he does go there, you'll see him do a pretty uh, yeoman's job and – You'll realize that teams get no hit sometimes. That's okay. all I got. Oh uh, yeah, well I know that. Boy, that boy, that what a what a oh my gosh. That is groundbreaking news. And what a comment that is. Teams get no hit sometimes. Again, that's not my point. That's not I was the one that brought up that uh, probably in that and I'm gonna check that and see if any the person that got the hit uh uh for Oakland was in the top five, and the team almost got no hit, and still let me let me let me check that uh, and see. Uh, no, uh, Oakland. No, okay, they were almost no hit. Oakland was almost no hit, and still two players in the top uh, two players in the top five got hits. So that you eliminate that team. All right, again. Tell me what teams in it, last night, the first five players, there were no hits by the first five players in the lineup. Lamont, what the hell do you want Good today? Morning. The Cowboys, by the way, I give the Cowboys nine wins this year. Yeah, thank you. I know. <laughs> hey, listen, Howard, good morning yeah. to you. Good morning. Happy holidays. Too. Yeah, you too. Listen, Howard, you hit right on the nail, Howard. This team, this baseball team that I had to watch last night, didn't do nothing against the Mets. I can't believe it. Pete McCann, and, you know, I don't know. What is he doing over there? Well, what, what do you want him? He's, given, he's not been given a good team. I See, when people blame, it's it's easy to blame the manager. But you can't make chicken salad out of you-know-what. And that's what right. you have here. you got Oduble Herrera, who he's stuck with. 
And oh. uh, Matt Klintak is the one that had to give him a wake-up call by sending him down in the minor leagues, and he did not. And once he doesn't do that, somewhere, and I think, and I don't know this for sure, but this is, and this is my opinion, that Matt Klintock, until the trade deadline, has asked. He doesn't tell Pete McCannon who to put in his lineup. Hey, listen, okay. we're trying to trade the guy. Uh, if yeah. you bench him, it may be more difficult to trade him. So I think that there has been that discussion if you sit him, his trade value really goes down. Not that he has a lot of trade value anyway. So he may Howard, be forced to play him. I know, but Howard, he got to change the lineup. He got to do something. I agree. He's, he's trying to this shuffle him is, around. But what do you change the lineup with? I, 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 Howard, this lineup that they got going now, they they they's like stagnant. They're not doing nothing, Howard. All right, all right. Nothing Other than Odubel Herrera, who I would sit for at least four games, and you could put you put another outfielder out there. Where where else? What? What else can you do with that lineup? Tell me what you can I, do. I, I don't know how. Well, that's it, the point. You make bad. a comment and you don't know. Catcher, know, it, he I, plays it, nap a lot because uh, neither one it. of those catchers are good enough at major league level. Uh, Tommy Joseph, you, you keep him in there. The second baseman, you're li- you're playing Ty Kelly because Blanco's done. Uh, so what do you do? Howard, if I was a GM, I would be getting paid big bucks to learn. But how? That's what. Yeah, but you, you got to give me an answer. Just, you can't make a comment and then don't I have a solution. But this team is just like they're bad. You just waiting. You waiting for something to happen and nothing happens. They're bad. The scene, they're bad. Know, yeah. And how? And then getting back to this other thing with the basketball. Yep. This is a joke too, how What these players are doing? They kill them. They go off for the money, how and just forget well, exactly. about. You know, I mean, some of the guys. Paul George, he doesn't have to stay. Uh, with OKC, but he might stay with the Thunder now, uh, yeah. and Westbrook may stay, and they'll have a good team. I don't know if they're good enough to win a championship, but uh, they're as good as anybody in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I would think exactly. they're as good as anybody in the Eastern Conference, but uh, that wasn't a signing. Now, we'll see if he commits long-term. Blake Griffin is the, is the one fraud that I can point to. He re-signs with the Clippers, because oh, instead yeah. of 150 some million, I think that's he what he got. He he would have gotten 130 somewhere else. I mean, do you want to win or you just want Howard, the cash? Howard, I, you know, I thought about you, Howard, on that one too. Because I said it's like him riding the Audi Devin or getting a Chevy. What what sort of how he would drive? That's what I was going to ask you this morning. I was going to message you on that one. Well, but, uh, well I would I would get an Audi Devin. I mean, I would get a, a, an Audi at uh, Audi Devin. Why wouldn't I get that? <laughs> And, yeah, and but that's a winner. Too. But that's but that's in, in this country. That's one of the one one of the top two or three cars in America. And some people rate it the best. So 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 I'm taking the best. It's not like I'm going uh, for second choice here. Yeah, he went for he went what? for something that's got no chance to be the best. Exactly. I was just okay. busting you though. On okay. That one. You well, listen, let me ask you a question. Now we got rid. Let's go to my sport, my favorite sport, this football team of yours. All right, hurry up. They they got rid of Dora Green Beckham, who stinks, and they signed a quarterback, Dana Evans. Well, you see that, but th- but that's not that signing is misleading. Sign him for three years. He's going to be on the practice squad. All right. Possibly. Well, I mean, you know, someone I think on Angelo's show has said something about Wit, about his arm, his mechanic, and you That's went not. out right. There's something going on there, Howard. There's nothing going I know on. You say hey, no, hey, Lamont, but... stop. I'm going to just explain it very quickly. It's not a real three-year contract, all right? It's a one-year contract, and they could still. I'm sure they could still cut him. But they've locked him in. 
They'll put and somebody can take him off the practice squad uh, if they want to. But he's a practice squad player. But they need extra players in camp. But it's really not a three-year contract. It is so misleading. Say it's a three-year contract. Uh, you know, obviously they think he's better than than McGloin. That's all. I mean, that's not a big deal. But the Cowboys are only going to win at best nine games this year. That's my prediction. Ninety-four WIP. All right, Joey will get to you. He wants to talk about the Hicks injury. Izzy Frank wants to talk about the Phillies and the Sixers. That's good. Uh, we got Richard. We got. We're going to get to you right after we take care of some business here. And let me just tell you, uh, at eight thirty-eight. Ninety-four WIP. All right, let me just get into this. Uh, I heard Al this week. I think. I, I mean, I go on Al with Al really well, but he's just some. Sometimes he's such a dope when he says things outside of hockey. I'll give him hockey, but you. you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, hockey. Okay. I, hey, listen, Al can't be touched with hockey, but when he talks about what the Seventy Sixers did, and then he compares baseball teams to getting draft picks because. All this asset nonsense, assets, assets, assets. They're not any good unless it's like an investment. It's not any good unless it makes you money. So it hasn't made uh, the Sixers anything yet. The most they've won in the last four years is 28, and they've averaged, uh, I think the average would probably be 20. Uh, it's just, So it's four years. Yeah, the average is less than 20, 75 wins over those four years. So the average is less than 20 wins a season. So it means nothing. But he compares it to baseball when he talks about the young players. Uh, the Yankees have some young players. The Yankees aren't there yet. But they, I mean, Aaron Judge came out of nowhere. Uh, the Boston Red Sox. But they haven't won either. So they haven't won with those young players yet. But he neglected to mention, and here's where he's the expert, because he doesn't want to mention it. The Flyers have not made the playoffs for I don't know how many years. I mean, I've lost count already. But they have all these young uh, draft picks assets and they trade for draft picks assets they're not there yet i think they're doing the right thing but come on al i mean so they're not successful all these years of all these picks and you can say well th- this player's good gossosphere is good but he didn't have as good a year this last year you can go it didn't it did, doesn't do him any good doesn't do you any good until you win so don't i mean he neglected to mention that's my point he neglected to mention the Flyers or those draft picks still haven't won anything. Anything. They haven't made the playoffs. All right, Joey, you're on WIP. Hey, good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm um, never had a bad day in my life. Uh, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> we have great streaks going on. Hey, uh, I just want to make a quick comment before I got into Jordan Hicks. Did you see the Seth Williams uh, this week? The District Attorney? Well, how, how could you miss that? How could you, uh, I told you this city and Seth was always nice to me, but what he did was disgraceful, obviously. But this city is a cesspool of political corruption, and he's not the only one. There have been others. Uh, obviously, uh, your one-term mayor, if he lasts that long, Jim Kenney, uh, has been caught on wiretaps in an FBI, a big FBI investigation. Uh, he's not, we'll see. Well, I don't know. We'll see if he's clean because when you get to the top, the mayor and he is part of the investigation and I believe he's been advised to get an attorney because he, 
his voice comes up on the wiretaps. Uh, it, it, this city is, as I said, a cesspool of political corruption. And by the way, just as an aside to that, you brought this up, not me. When you look at what, what was going on here, and this has all come out with this, the, the beverage tax was really not for pre-K, and now we know it wasn't for pre-K. It was to get money to help for uh, things that, that he wants the city to do that gives the, tra- the, the trade unions work. It's all about getting money for the trade unions and the projects that this city had. It had nothing almost nothing to do with pre-K. That was a phony baloney. So uh, go on. You had yeah. other things to talk about. Yes, I feel your anger with the fall of the tenant. Yeah, I really do, Howard. That soda tax is brutal. Don't go back in that city. Yeah, Stay that, on I mean, I'm not going to get do. into it. It's not yeah, just soda. Yeah, one thing with Hicks, yeah. with Hicks, Howard, I'm a little nervous. I know it's just a finger, Howard, but you know what how the Philadelphia uh, doctors always seems like what they do with Embiid before they said it was all just a little meniscus and then – it's all the rest of the years. Now, are you concerned with his injury pass that they could not be telling us something? Well, I, I, I'll say this, and, and um, I didn't. Uh, I knew weeks before that it was more than a bruised knee, and I had a pretty good idea. I'm mm-hmm. certain of what it was, and then it came out that it was a meniscus. And I said that on the air. It's more than a bruised knee, but it was more than a meniscus. I'll tell you that it was more than a meniscus. So whatever. He looks mm-hmm. healthy now. I was there yesterday. I'm going to stop by again today for their little mini camp. I saw him working out. It's not like playing a game. He looked mm-hmm. fine. You know, they monitor him. They do all this sports science nonsense. But he looks fine right now. No problem. But you still have to play a game. But So from that standpoint. so But you wanted to talk about Jordan Hicks. What yeah. I've been told about Jordan Hicks, he broke a finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have surgery to make sure the bone's in place. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, the timetable is probably right around a month, but he should be ready for the start of camp. They may not play him the first week of camp, but that's not even a big deal. But he'll be ready. It's not serious, uh, and he'll be ready just to explain the Jordan Hicks injury. Because if you look at the situation, if Hicks went down, our linebacker core is what, Michael Kendrick? Yeah, don't, worry don't, uh... don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't bring something into the equation that's not there. He will be fine, all right? He will be fine. Richard, you're on WIP. Yeah, I gotta leave. You scratch your name off for the fourteenth or fifteenth. What now? Hey, 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 Richard, Richard. Oh, hey, Richard. Is that you, Roger? Yeah, let's let's hear. Let's hear. I gotta leave four thirty then. Okay. No, let's... I'm. I'm... <laughs> Another call. <laughs> and since we don't have a vacuum cleaner, I can't vacuum. Oh, you know what? That's oh, terrible when you don't have a vacuum heart. cleaner. Hey, a fan. <laughs> hey, Richard. It's nice and cold here now. <laughs> This is funny. He calls, and he's got another call. He needs a vacuum cleaner. Hey, Richard, can we help you with the vacuum cleaner? Oh, Lord almighty. I know. I know. It's terrible. Without a vacuum cleaner, I don't know how you're going to get through your day. July 4th weekend, he's looking for a vacuum cleaner. Maybe there's a sale. You mean to tell me every time I pass that, I get a salute? Yep, yep. And we'll give you a salute. Okay. Well, we found out from Richard, who is from Newark, Delaware, that he needs a vacuum cleaner this weekend. I'm sure there's a sale somewhere, Richard. <laughs> he calls it. He has another. I don't know if he caught I don't know what he did. I don't know how that happened. But anyway, we know Richard. Hey, Richard, uh, if I hear of any sales on vacuum cleaners, I'll try to help you out, okay? All right? I'll take care of you. All right, uh, 888-729-9494. 
888-729-9494. Bill will get to you. Um, any other callers will get to you. Uh, 888-729-9494. On your AT&T uh, cell service, wireless service, smartphone, whatever you call it, uh, it said the service I've been using for a long time. Uh, it is pound 9494. And on Verizon, it's pound 9494 to give us a call. 94. WIP. Dorio Green Beckham. Gone. Go- when you cut a guy before camp even starts, what does that tell you? And here's a question for you. The Phillies are so bad, and you have to have an all-star from every team. Who the hell is their all-star? And really, does it make any difference who their all-star is? Is it going to help you or cause you to watch that game? I don't think so. 94 WIP, the time now is 8.55. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.